Psst. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Hey gamers, I'm Tom from Pitch Please, a podcast where people who play games pitch their great game ideas to the people that make them. Whether it's a pitch from my unstable mind or we hear game ideas from guests and listeners, we're always able to twist your favourite but non-existent games into a hot mess. So if you want to hear us create some impossible games, then why not join us on Pitch Please? A note of context, we are just about to embark on an extended discussion of Andy's Corazon mutton chops. So if I think you need to know what those look like, I'll post a photograph alongside this podcast. I think people can, figure, can use their, the theatre of the context mind clues. to imagine okay. a pair of sideburns. Okay. Well, Audience, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. I think you can do it. All right. Well, in case you don't deserve the benefit of the doubt, we're just about to discuss sideburns and mutton chops, which is a kind of sideburns. Because Corazon in this episode, and only in this episode, has these particular sideburns. Andy, talk Hi. us through your thought process. What's, <laughs> what, what, what were you thinking with the facial hair? What, what were you, going were you for? thinking? I was no. just... <laughs> what were you thinking? In those uh, early days of lockdown, I was just uh, trying some experiments with the facial hair. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a very dashing cavalier sort of beard at one point with a mustache and a little little goatee. Right. And then for this one, I thought, oh, maybe I'll try mutton chops. That's a very sort of seafarer arrangement of facial hair. So, um, yeah, gave that a go. It wasn't like I was going to have to leave the house and anyone would see me. <laughs> so, right. Just uh, all the, the internet, people on the thousands internet. of people watching you online. Yeah, but I was playing a character. That's not me. What did you think of them? Did you think they looked good? You look so um, historical. Let's say that. <laughs> what is, in a what good does that way. Mean? Historical. You look you historical? extremely convincing. If you jumped in a time machine and popped out perhaps, I don't know, three, two, one hundred years ago, at any of those times, you wouldn't look out of place. Some people thought they looked good. <laughs> I'll have you know. I th- no, I think they look good. But uh, yeah, yeah. You're a man out of time, I think. Mm. Like mutton chops just aren't coming back. I mean, I know Ever. passion is cyclical, but the, not that cycle. Some people wear the style to this day. The uh, professional wrestler Matt Jackson has been known uh-huh. to sport the look. And only um, him. No. Well, what about uh, the sound technician at um, MCM Comic Con who does our mics for us before we do the Oxventure Live shows? Yeah, he does have them. He's, uh, yeah, he's rocking the full Corazon in this episode look. So there we go. Two examples. As far as I remember, the chat loved it. Yeah. You look like a Victorian landowner, Andy. Anyway, hello and welcome to the Oxventure D&D podcast. I'm Jane, joined by Mike and Andy. Hello. It's a triple threat. Hey. We're very threatening. I'm Jane. I play Prudence the Tiefling Warlock and Andy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm Andy. I play Corazon. He's a pirate. And I'm Mike and I play Egbert the Paladin. Good work, everyone. (laughs) We're, We're listening today to... Elf Hazard, part two of three. It's the middle episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, we've already discussed your sideburns. So I feel like we've got the most important stuff out of the way. Definitely. Item out of the well, way. Well, this is uh, this was a fun episode because I think elves 
in fantasy fiction are the most ripe for being made fun of. Yes. Because uh, they are quite... Um, what's the word? Pretentious. Pretentious is a, is a word. <laughs> um, aloof. <laughs> aloof. There you go. That's perfect. Elves are... Um, yeah, they're very self-important. Hoity, hoity. I, I think is the sort of hey. the standard. Just because Merylwen's not here to defend her. No, I'm not saying Merylwen is. I don't think Merylwen is like that, but I think the elves um, typically in Tolkien-esque <laughs> fantasy are presented that way, which is why it's sort of fun to just sort of poke fun at to that. Lampoon um, them slightly. Yeah, to yeah, lampoon okay. them. Okay, I will give you that. That the Tolkien's specific depiction of elves they are ethereal and you know a, a, a little bit superior. And um, yeah, and they live for a really, 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 really long time. And don't Someone they love to jealous. mention it? Don't they love to yeah. mention yeah. the fact that they live? Yeah, for but but years because years. humans only get to live for a, but a brief while, unless you're Aragorn, um, we accomplish great things. We're driven to greatness unless by our short, Aragorn. finite lifespans. So that's good, right? That's a good. Maybe we. That's always presented as sort of like a fair I mean, trade, and I'm like, oh no, no. You say elves <laughs> don't do much cool stuff, but I saw um, Orlando Bloom surf a shield down some stairs and fire a bow at the same time. Yeah, that's true. If I was doing sick tricks like that all the time, I definitely. Really yeah, and then he did a kickflip. Like. He did a he did a cry stare with it, and he okay. shot all the orcs. It's like in Twilight where Edward doesn't want to turn Bella into a vampire. And he's like, no, no, right. being a vampire is terrible. But he's spending all his time having like rad baseball matches in the forest and smashing stuff up and, and having a great time. It's all a good case for, yes, please turn me into a vampire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there is, yeah. he comes up with zero reasons why he shouldn't turn her into a vampire. This is my channel. I've never watched the Lord of the Rings film. Yeah, but I've watched Who Twilight. Does have twice. ideas about Twilight. Twi- they're basically the same film, Mike. You don't have to worry. <laughs> I mean, all you know, in the way that all stories are the same story retold. Yeah. Twilight is the yeah a latter day retelling of Lord of the Rings, if you yeah, think about it. Exactly, but with better things like vampires and werewolves. Yeah. Oh, and speaking sp- of yeah, speaking vampires, of vampires mm. Jane, you said you had a special treat for us this week. Yeah, the reason you are here is because I need to do um, an important test. Oh no! To determine whether test? we can remain friends, do I have to run up and yeah. down a lot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fitness test. Oh, We're going to no. do oh. a very visual fitness test for this. Luckily, I wore my PE kit underneath the podcast. <laughs> my yeah. podcasting and clothes. I've forgotten mine. I'll have to do it in my pants. He's been doing stretches. Yeah. No. <laughs> Worldofdarkness.com <laughs> no. has just recently launched uh, which vampire the masquerade clan are you? Finally. And so I ran to the internet to look at this <laughs> and, I, and then I ran to my um, to my Zoom invites to invite you to come here and find out which vampire the masquerade clans you All are right. finally. Well, just, let me just finish eating this rat in the sewer okay. and then I can answer <laughs> yeah. the questions and we'll find out. I think this is really good because finally it's an official test. I don't have to take any of these nonsense fan-made tests anymore that tell me what kind of vampire <laughs> clan canon. I am. I only care what World of Darkness thinks. Mm. And yeah, and I, I think whichever clan they decide you should be, that's that's what you this go This is with. a good time play, to do the quiz as well because there's about yeah. 800 vampire games coming out in the next two years. So good time to, to work out your clan. And there's about 800 vampires outside my office right now banging on the door. So I need to know which ones to side with and they'll offer me their protection. (laughs) A lot of them are quite friendly with each other. You know, if if they're all Camarilla clans, you're going to be fine. I have been in here here breaking the masquerade, though. Oh, really? Oh, no. (laughs) So, yeah. 
They might be mad at me about that. Have you been going bleh out the window? <laughs> it's yeah. okay. So imagine it's vampire. What do they call it in American colleges? Like pledge week. Yeah, it's pledge week where you decide which like frat you're going to join. Yeah, yeah. I, rush week. I only know so much about American college culture, so I'm sort of making that up. But World of Darkness is the publisher of Vampire the Masquerade, which is you probably know a tabletop role playing game, which we are very interested in, mm-hmm. and also just vampires in general. Yeah. I think it's fair to say at least. At least 70 or 80% of the time we're thinking about them. (laughs) So we need to go to the different uh, clan parties and we need to see how good their uh, ability to get alcohol is. Who's got the best kegs of beer? Who has the best kind of frat accommodation? I mean, vampire accommodations. (laughs) Yes. Um, Which offer the best opportunities for advancement. Some of them are party vampire clans. Yeah. (laughs) Some of them are more academic, you know. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I think we should run this test. And then there's the old vampires network after you leave, of course. (laughs) Get your job in interning uh, at Dracula's Castle. <laughs> so are you ready? I'm going to do this on Mike and Andy yes. concurrently. Mm. Oh, wow. Because um, it's not a branching path. It's like a personality quiz. I see. What I also enjoyed is if you go to worldofdarkness.com, because it is an adult horror mm. uh, role-playing experience, of course, it's not suitable for for, for youngsters mm. and so it asks you what age you are by asking for your birth date but the birth year only goes back to like 1911 or what? something but so vampires are 300 were, years old exactly if you were an actual vampire yeah. you wouldn't be able to get into the world of darkness website the stats so. there having to lie about his age yeah <laughs> i bet he does anyway which vampire the masquerade clan oh actually hang on let's get some spooky music in here i think we deserve okay. oh some yeah spooky vampire music right Which Vampire the Masquerade clan are you? There are many different vampire clans in the world of darkness. Which one is yours? Content warning, death, murder, blood drinking, visual depictions of fake blood. (laughs) Okay. We begin. Embrace. The act of transforming a mortal into a vampire, as well you know, Andy. Mm. The embrace requires the vampire to drain their victim and then replace the victim's blood with a bit of their own. So it's like a a complicated transfusion. Some embraces are accidental, acts of violence or passion. Some are carefully planned, choosing just the right person to usher into undeath. This is your story, and it starts when you're still alive. Like right now, for instance. <laughs> that sounds like a threat for now. <laughs> that was me editorialising. Worldofdarkness.com is officially not threatening you. <laughs> How would people, question one, who know you, describe you? Is it A. Extroverted, charismatic, the centre of attention. B. Introverted, quiet, hard to push to interact and socialise. C, confident, sometimes bossy, taking the lead whenever you can. D, empathetic, helpful, always first to solve someone else's problems. E, sarcastic, cold, always concealing your softer side from others. (laughs) Okay, those literally all of those apply to me, every single answer. Okay, well, okay, so Andy is A through E inclusive. (laughs) Yeah. Andy, you're going to be a Toria Ferratu or something. Yeah. Andy's a new hybrid clan that combines all the best elements. Well, okay. Of well, I don't. Clan. I don't know. I don't know this. You're people who know me. That's true. So How would to, people who yeah. know you describe you? Is um, I think Andy, you would be an A, extroverted, charismatic, the centre of attention. Okay. Now, I'm happy I think with this that. is a difficult one because I think um, a lot of us have a strong introverted extrovert tendency. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike, I'd say you're probably Mike? a D. Yeah. Empathetic I think and empathetic helpful. Empathetic is is probably yeah, it's probably fair. Oh, okay, right. So we're going question two. This is like filling out a dating profile. Mm. Which topics do you find the most interesting to research online? Ooh, okay. <laughs> 
Pick up to three. A. Paranormal, mystery, creepypastas. B. True crime, unsolved cases. C. Witchcraft, rituals, magic. D. Survival, doomsday prep, living in the wilderness. <laughs> e. Medicine, diseases, medical procedures. You weirdo. <laughs> F. Finance, stocks, cryptocurrency. Fun. G. Astrology, self-discovery, personality tests. H. Political activism, fundraising, charities. I. Cult, sects. Sects. Excuse me. Sects. <laughs> with a CT. Secret organisations, and then J, art, music, and creativity. I'm going with A, paranormal mystery, okay. creepypastas, B, true crime, unsolved cases, and J, art, music, and creativity. Lovely. What takes your fancy, Mike? Uh, well, I like the thing about secret organisations. I always find that kind of stuff fascinating. The sort of, uh, you know, like conspiracy theories and stuff. Like, oh, no. no. Not in a kind of... Mike's been sucked into the Yeah, I've, I've taken orbit. the red pill. Um, oh, no. No I, no, I just find it interesting, those kind of stories and things. Um, I'm not so interested in true crime and stuff like that. I do kind of like the paranormal things. And yeah. a... Why is there not K Twitter scrolling Instagram yeah. endlessly yeah. and similar? <laughs> I guess art, music and creativity as well, probably. If, if like film okay, is good. included in that as well. So, so I'm going A, I and J. Okay, question the third. What is your ideal evening? This really is like a dating Yeah, program. it is, yeah. It'd be long walks on the beach at night. Okay, A, in your favourite nightclub, partying with the amazing people you've just met and just enjoying the night. How You know how you do uh, prior to the global pandemic. Mm. Uh, B, alone at home with your books, video games or online. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. C, in your regular place, you know. <laughs> yeah, regular your regular place. place. <laughs> with close friends you've known for years. Or D, attending a posh invitation-only party with a select group of people. Well, I might have in the past said B, but after this last 15 months, I'm going to say C. Um, oh, that's in nice. In a regular place with close friends. That's lovely. Okay. I, what about you, Mike? I think the thing of the, of those of those things, the thing I don't get to do very often is the, the kind of posh invitation-only party type thing. So maybe mm. I'd go for that, actually, as kind of a rare yeah? treat. Perfect. Moving on. Question four. What's your online presence like? <laughs> this is not <laughs> what I expected from the worldofdarkness.com vampire of the masquerade <laughs> clan test. I thought it would be, as Andy alluded to, what kind of animal would you like to drink the blood out of? <laughs> yeah. <Is it> rat. <laughs> All right, what's your online presence like? Choose one. A, you've been called an influencer more than yep. once. I mean, it's true. it's true, we have. B, you keep it professional like you're too successful and busy to post often. <laughs> no, no, I am really just that busy. C, niche and strongly driven by your current interests. Everyone who follows you knows what you're passionate about. Or D, there's barely any. You try to stay anonymous and private. That doesn't sound super like any of us. No. Uh, I Mine is probably C, because everyone knows yep. I like racing cars and video games because those are pretty much the only things I post about so that is true although I have been called an influencer more than once I'm gonna say C mm. is most representative yeah C I do like yeah like fixate on topics and just post about them for a while but also I post a lot of selfies so I'm gonna go A ooh okay I love that question five you get a link to a mysterious online personality <laughs> quiz this oh is no meta. oh no we're in an ARG <laughs> so confusing oh no am I a vampire um <laughs> You decide, says the question, to take a shot at it. Rate each statement from zero, doesn't apply to me, to ten. Totally me. Are you ready for the first sure. statement? Mm -hmm. I'm often surrounded by other people. I mean, not right now. No. Not for the last year, but in general. Okay. I'd say eight, maybe, for that. Eight out of ten. Whoa. 
Whoa, okay, so it's pretty gregarious out there with other people. What I'm about putting, you, Andy? Putting it at a six. A six there for Andy. And then statement the second, which is question <laughs> six. I prefer hierarchy and structure over total chaos and disorganization. Mm-hmm. Mm, five, right down the middle there. You need some structure, but or too much is uh, stifling to okay, creativity. Okay, balance. What about Mike? Uh, I like a bit more chaos. I like to wing it sometimes, so I'm going to go for two. Okay, two, which is mostly disagree. Right, seven. I wish I had loyal servants to help me manage my affairs. <laughs> Heck yes. This quiz took a turn. That's the venture question, isn't it, basically? Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice to have a little help around here every now and then. I mean, who couldn't use an assistant? Yeah. Like a little... Would it kill you to clean up? Running around, doing your bidding. Jane, all these mugs in the sink. They're not going to wash it themselves. It does specifically say loyal servants, which which has a tone on it, which is, is definitely the Ventru entrapment question. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. But servants are presumably right. paid. Like, you know, it could just be a guy who does your tax return for you. It could be a Jeeves and Worcester. It doesn't say whether the servant would be compensated or whether they would be fed blood. So you you interpret it as... That's compensated though, isn't it? In this context. (laughs) So I'm going to say... I'm going to say seven. Yeah. All right. Mike's into it. What about you, Andy? Um, I'm going to go just above neutral on that with a six. It would be nice to have someone... Andy could use a PA. Someone around. Yeah, PA. Ghoulish PA. Question eight. When push comes to shove, I'd rather fight with my words... Than my fists. Yeah. Do we agree or disagree? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. My fists are Full terrible. Um, I don't want to hurt anyone, and I would oh, with okay. these powerful punching fists. <laughs> I'm going to say ten for that one. Ten. All right. Okay. Pacifist Mike and Andy likewise doesn't want to be punching anyone. These are deadly weapons. Mm. I can't just be using them on anyone. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Andy. What did you go with num- numerically? Ten. Ten. Whoa. Okay. Question nine. Test results link leads to a website that seems shady. Do you click on it? A, of course, you're too curious. What's the worst that could happen? Mm. B, you do, but with all safety precautions, making sure the site won't get your data. C, you send the link to someone else and ask them to open it, then await the results. That's genius. D, no, it can't be worth it. Sending me, emailing me the link result and sending me <laughs> to another website. No, thank you. I'm not that bothered about the online. D. We're all internet literate. We could probably. Yeah, I'm going to do that that with safety precautions. I'm sure I could work out a way of, like, making sure it didn't steal all my data. Question 10. We're getting there. As you walk alone on an empty street. Okay, this is a visualization um, exercise. So imagine you're walking alone on an empty street. Andy, how do you feel? Feel good. Getting my steps in. Trying to close my uh, move ring before the end of the day. You feel like someone is following you. How do you feel now? Um, Fine. Okay. Still, good. maybe I'll, I'll try and outpace them. They're trying to steal my move steps. So <laughs> <laughs> how it works. If they get your yeah. smartwatch, they get your yeah. steps. If, if their watch gets close enough to yours, they can leech your steps. Sure. You turn around but see nobody. What do you do? A. Continue walking confidently, trying to show with your posture and attitude that you're not even bothered. B. Call out loud confidently, asking the alleged follower to come out of hiding. C. Change your pace, attempting to hurry away quickly. D. Investigate, trying to search for the source of this feeling. A. Continue walking confidently. All right. And he's like maybe doing a little whistling. I'd, yep. I'm going to maybe swing my confidence. arms. If I'm being completely <laughs> honest, if I genuinely thought I was being followed by someone in the dark, I probably would yes. at least speed up to get out of there. So I'm going to go for C. Okay. A sensible C yeah. there. I make myself Change look big. <laughs> You're never going to get to be a vampire like that, Mike. <laughs> Question is it, 11. Is one Someone of the options human? Your... You're just a sucky yeah. human. You're rubbish. <laughs> yeah, you get no clan. Oh. 
You're not eligible for vampire status. Question 11. Someone broke into your home. What would they see after entering it? Option A. Chaos. Only you can find your way through. (laughs) You almost feel bad for them. B. Everything in its own place in a neat and tidy space. Hopefully they haven't made any mess. C. They must have been quite shocked to see what you kept inside. You'd have a hard time explaining what that thing lying on your desk is. Seven head. D. Barely anything of importance, thankfully. You either stashed your valuables somewhere else, or you haven't anything worth stealing. Or E. A lot of cool things to steal, unfortunately, is E. And that's 100% my choice. Because, yeah, there are a lot of cool things. Yeah, a lot of expensive consumer electronics and uh, extremely fine jackets. And an almost complete collection of Xbox 360 games. You've got your YouTube gold play button there, Andy. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see him try and steal that. It weighs a ton. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of, yeah, fine musical instruments. PS5 right here. Although, I mean, there is some weird stuff too. I think they'd probably have a hard time explaining my taxidermy. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's the cool things to steal, though. All right, you're all, you're all happy with your yep. answer, which mm-hmm. is I've got a lot of cool things to steal, yep. unfortunately. Locked in. Yeah. Question 12. We're, we're nearing the conclusion of the, the vampire test. You know you're being spied on. It's been going on for weeks now. How do you handle it? A. You contact the police. This is serious, and serious measures must be taken to keep you safe. B. You hire a private investigator to discover who is following you. C. You confide in your friends try to be alone as little as possible and spend your nights with them. D. Others would only say you're paranoid or interfere with your own investigation. You're better off handling this alone. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Uh, I've always wanted to hire a private investigator. Just generally. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, finally, an excuse. I'm going to go for my own own investigation. All right. All right, Mike's yeah. his own PI. Dad. Set up some surveillance equipment. I do all that kind of stuff myself. be fun. Okay. Sort of. 13. Question 13 begins with some uh, vampire definitions, like a vampire glossary, sire and child, the vampire who creates another and the vampire who is created. You have been embraced all of a sudden. Bam, you're a vampire now. This is your first step into the undead world. You are now kindred, which is a a vampire, by the way. When you open your eyes, you see one who did this to you. (laughs) Okay, who do you see? A, your enemy, B, your lover, C, someone you looked up to, D, a complete stranger. E, a horrible monster. Don't overthink it. Go with your gut. Andy? Uh, uh, I don't know. So I guess a complete stranger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you think, Mike? Probably, it would probably be someone you looked up to, wouldn't it? It would probably be someone who already had you in their thrall. If they were mentoring bit, you, so if they were grooming see. you for vampiredom, then it might be someone you looked up to. Mm. Okay, no one will admit they want to be embraced by their sexy vampire lover. That's okay. <laughs> That's fine. Question 14. Disciplines. Another vampire definition here. Supernatural vampiric powers, allowing kindred to navigate the nights more easily and sometimes dreadfully. The embrace granted you supernatural powers. Which would you most want to have? Just for a change, Andy, let's let's hear it from you. What are the disciplines? What are the powers? Uh, Invisibility, superhuman speed, superhuman strength, superhuman resilience, superhuman charm, witchcraft, enhanced senses and instincts, ability to talk to animals, ability to control others, and shape-shifting. Does witchcraft just allow you to do all the other things with witch spells? No, I think it's blood magic. I think they're probably getting Uh, at a sort of Tremere type of mystical blood magic. I'm going to have invisibility, superhuman charm, and shape-shifting. Invisibility, as we've established, is... Only if you're going to maintain the masquerade, you said they said it's, it's for navigating the nights more easily. Sure. I don't want to get killed by Van Helsing's. All right, I'm going to have shape shifting because I think that'd be useful. 
Uh, uh -huh. I'm going to have superhuman speed, because that's probably useful. Uh -huh. And I'm going to have... Ooh. Uh, who needs charm when you have the ability to control others? So there you go. Oh, oh. that's bleak. Yeah, if you like. Or is it semantics? Isn't charm just a way of controlling others Indeed. anyway? Indeed, Jane. Moving on, question 15. Being immortal sounds great in theory, but there's a price to pay. Pick one that feels the most suitable. Mike, do you want to give us the option? Sure. Uh, a is you have difficulty controlling your emotions. B, you're forced to hide or survive on a run. Or, what, or like a, an exercise run? I don't know. What, the <laughs> on run, the run, perhaps. I think is what it means. Uh, Survive on a run. Yeah. <laughs> is my morning It's a low job. bar to clear. Um, yeah. <laughs> made it back. Um, C, no one seems to trust you. Uh, D, in dire situations, you tend to be controlling and ruthless. Or E, sometimes you get tunnel vision, completely obsessed with a single thing or cool. person. All right, what's the downside to your immortality? Choose one mm. and tell me. I think... The tunnel vision one, I think. Yeah, I was going to say the tunnel vision one, actually, but I don't want to... Well, too bad I've said it now. Yeah. All right, fine. Uh, I would say... I think the thing that, the thing that would be a, a real price to pay, like one that would actually genuinely like mess me up a bit, would be the having difficulty controlling your emotions, because I'm quite proud of how in control of my emotions I am in general. So I'm going to go for that one. Then. That's the terrible cost, is that actually hmm. I have to have an emotion or two every so often. You think you would become more Probably emotional be as a vampire? Of. Maybe. I mean, hungry, certainly. But <laughs> hunger, the emotion, the emotion of hunger. Of hunger. Yeah. yeah, and hangry. It's associated emotion. Mike, Mike does get hangry, and as a vampire, you would be even hangrier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, gets is a thing. You've seen Mike with low blood sugar. He's yeah. Out of control. He just shuts down like an unplugged robot. Mike can't get his <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's something to watch out for. That is a drawback. Right. Question 16. As a vampire, you, sorry, kindred, excuse me. Yeah, As a vampire, you are cursed. <laughs> get, get your own terminology right. You are cursed with the need to drink, guess what, human blood, and obtaining it is not always easy. How do you hunt for your prey? Okay, now we're getting into hunting styles. Andy, talk us through them. Uh, seduction, making sure it's pleasant for us both. Quietly drink from sleeping mortals, never to be seen around again. Feed on a group of people loyal to me and my needs. Hunt only those who deserve to be hunted. Search for a way to make it consensual, even if it means risking discovery. Or quick bite in an alley without the unnecessary games. <laughs> Whoa, Makes it sound like going for so... a kebab or something. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like the Dexto answer. Hunt What's only those one? who deserve to be hunted. Okay. Dexter cool. option. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, probably it should be the consensual one, right? Seems polite. Yeah, that does seem polite. I'm going to go for D because if you have to, if you have to drink people's blood, it might as well be mm. the blood of complete jerk holes. And there are plenty of them out Bad there. Oath. So let's go. Okay. Okay. Mike's going to be all righteous. That's very like paladin of you. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Wouldn't be going hungry. There are enough assholes in the world I'm sure Mike's going to play a true paladin in, in Vampire the Masquerade <laughs> finally so I'm certainly finally. not playing it in D&D &D. <laughs> question 17 our penultimate question of the evening let's say let's pretend you made a mistake and drank too much oh again oh, no. no you're left in an alley with a body and the voices of people approaching again they <laughs> cannot know it was your fault what do you do A run away quickly B Run towards the people, pretending you've just found a body and screaming. That'll get you out of it. <laughs> C. Hide and observe. D. Use supernatural powers on the people. Turn them around, make them forget, convince them they saw nothing unusual. E. Use supernatural means to hide the body somehow, even if it means it will never be found again. <laughs> What's the point of having another dimension or something? <laughs> What's the point of having these supernatural powers if I don't use them? I'm going to turn around and make them forget everything. 
Yeah, that's it. That's well use my powers. Wait, did you take a supernatural? Yeah, you took supernatural charm, didn't I you? I used supernatural. Oh, you used my supernatural charm on him. I want to use. I want to fire it into the void. I'm going to use supernatural <laughs> means to hide the body, even if it means it will never be found again. <laughs> the vampire discipline of yeeting <laughs> yeah. corpses into the yeah. sun. <laughs> Mike's invented his own discipline. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, good. Right, our final question. 18, the knight belongs to those with ambition. Oh, no. <laughs> what is yours, though? What is your ambition? Is it A, to gain the wisdom and knowledge I crave so badly? B, to climb the ladder and stay on top? C, to be loved and idolised? D, to destroy the worst monsters among us? E, to stay away from this whole mess and be truly free? Okay, where do you see yourself in five centuries <laughs> is the vampire interview question. Gosh, can I have all of them? No, you can only choose Dang. one. Love and idolise, please. All right, Andy craves love and idolisation. That's the Lestat answer, I feel like. Yeah. That's the vampire rock star Lestat. Well, presumably I've done something pretty great if everyone loves and idolises me. I feel like, the, you know, if you're going to be immortal, it's a bit tedious to get tied up in all the bureaucracy. So maybe just stay away from this whole mess and be truly free and just cool, do cool vampire stuff instead. Okay. Instead of, like, dealing with Going the Going off the grid. <laughs> okay, uh, I would like you to click through and reveal your vampire clan. And this is official. Yeah. They would know. They're World of Darkness. So, okay. Mike, you look like you've got a result. Tell us what Certainly it is. Certainly have. Uh, it says I am Malkavian, which is oh. uh, derided as lunatics by other vampires. The blood of the Malkavians lets them perceive and foretell truths hidden from others. Like the wise madmen of poetry, their fractured perspective stems from seeing too much of the world at once, from understanding too deeply and feeling emotions that are just too strong to bear. I really think uh, I really think my Max Chaos decision had a big steer on my result. And the one about emotions as well. Yeah, That's I suppose, yeah. That yeah. you hard. I suppose. Hmm, interesting. I never saw you as that, Mike, but there's no... no there's no way it's wrong. So mm. when you are eventually embraced and turned, now you know real, what the I'm future be a real good time. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're going to see the world through the cracked mirror that is the Malkavian bloodline. And you, Andy, what will you be? Uh, apparently, I belong with the Ministry. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that is not what I was expecting. <laughs> Tell us. The Ministry always has something to offer. This often cult-like clan recruits those able to employ temptation as a weapon. They embrace oh. those with the will and means to sway and trap and ultimately liberate their targets from whatever they seek. The victim's possessions, allegiance, or even faith to the serpent's Everything has a price. Wow. I mean, it's wow. goth as hell. So if that's the aesthetic yeah. you're going My for. My background image is a snake. Yeah. So you're going to have to get a bunch of snake tattoos then, Andy. Possibly yeah, I a guess so. snake. Yeah. Going to have to really go hard go on the Go full Slytherin on this. Motif. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I like that. I can see that. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of the Ministry even. They're a non-Camarilla clan, so... Oh, no. Uh, you're outside. Wow, they're, they're all like way out, Egyptian and stuff. They were founded by Set. Oh, they followers mm -hmm. of Set. Yeah. Oh, also, the ministry here in the set. UK makes me think of the legendary nightclub. Ministry, right? ministry of Sound. Ministry of Sound. So yeah. that's pretty cool too. That's a cool association. Wasn't it a wrestling stable, the ministry? Haven in ministry there. of Darkness, yeah. Okay, there you go. Lots of cool associations. Led by the Undertaker. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's perfect, Andy. All right, fine. So now we know what clan the Undertaker is also. That's yeah. been, it's been a fruitful personality quiz. I need to look at some pictures of people from the clan wearing modern day clothes. So okay, I can you want to know what kind, what, of, what kind of aesthetic they're working All right, with? All right, it's a woman in a gold bra. What? We're good. <laughs> I'll get, I'll get myself a gold bra. Right, you better start shopping. Well, now we know that's settled. That's good. It's nice to, it's nice to be secure yeah. in which clan you will eventually Absolutely. wash up in. So that's good. And I think now it's about time. How about for some words from our sponsors? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, let's go. 
Support for this episode is brought to you by Brew, a new game from Pandasaurus Games. The seasons all exist at once, and day and night have no real cycle. It's up to you, cunning druids, to tame extraordinary woodland creatures and use your magic to bring balance Back to the forest. That's right. It's basically Merylwyn, the board game. <laughs> the artwork of Brew recalls the whimsy of Studio Ghibli and Adventure Time and complements great gameplay that combines dice rolling, worker placement and area control in a delightfully fun design. Brew is coming soon and you can get 10% off your pre-order with promo code OX10 and receive an exclusive mini expansion with foil companion creature cards which give each player a helping paw at the beginning of the game. That's Brew from Pandasaurus Games. It's got Merylwyn's paw of approval. Yeah. Wait, no, two paws meow. Up. Wait. Meow, meow. Or rawr if I'm a bear. Yeah, Merylwyn, Merylwyn the cat can't do a thumbs up because Merylwyn the cat has no thumbs. Just All the toe beans. All yeah. the toe beans up. Right, that's 10 out of 10 toe beans for Merylwyn's cat fall. For Pandasaurus's brew coming soon. Yay. Those were a bundle of lovely words from our lovely sponsors who we thank for supporting the Oxfordshire D&D podcast. Right. Have you all recovered yes, from the revelations you. about your yeah. vampire selves? Sorry, kindred selves. I've got I don't a, know, my, my world is habit. shook, Jane. Well, enjoy the last of the sunlight. I can see it over your shoulder. Oh, mm. that's the last, yeah. Sunset, I'll see. Well, in that case, I think it's time to rumble on into Alf Hazard Part 2, the middle episode, the bridging episode of this Merylwen led yeah. adventure you're not going to believe okay. these elves folks <laughs> they're really Let's wild go. they're out there how about yeah. we just rig the tombola so we say that Merylwen can't think of a name we say that we can't think of a name rig the tombola so that all the bits of bark say Merylwen yeah, and then when it comes out, out it'll be like, oh, what a coincidence. And then her Your new name is also Merylwen. Yeah. That's good. And we can throw one As in. As nature says, intended. We'll throw I'll one in that says Scrimble Shanks. And then <laughs> if that comes out, it was meant to be. Okay, fine. Scratch that last part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, Egbert. Oh my goodness, Egbert said something smart. Yeah, I know. I am so proud of you. Once in I pin Egbert against the tree and I go, all right, doppelganger, wherever you put Egbert. Adrell <laughs> <laughs> uh, turns to you, Meryl, and says, does the lizard man not normally say things that are smart? Um, he has his moments. <laughs> I've had my first moment just now. Yeah, oh. he has his moment. <laughs> uh, she leans in and whispers in your ear, at least he's handsome. And... Uh, she straightens up again and says, well, listen, um, ultimately, your name is for you to decide. And uh, I think if you if you really don't want to change, Erwin talked me through this when I went through my naming ceremony. You can refuse, but there are consequences that you'll, you won't be able to return here. Or... What? Rig the it's, tombola. <laughs> it's if you don't, if you refuse the naming ceremony, they they wish you well and they give you a piece of jewelry and it all seems lovely. But what oh, it really means well. is that you can't. You're not. You're not welcome anymore. Not. Then were you ever really welcome? Yeah. Cor- I, I, they, yeah. I'm just gonna 
gonna say they, they seem like a bunch of, of terrible racists, and you haven't been back here since you <laughs> left them for the cat anyway. Yeah. 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 Look, if you yeah. never get to come back, let's just make sure that we take everything you'll ever want from here. Yeah. All let's go burn down everyone's treehouse. You don't get anything like better out of having a name, do you? you? Don't get like some kind of cool hand lasers or something. No. Well, not that I know of. You, you, uh, looking at Adrel, she's she doesn't seem like she has hand lasers. You're fairly sure. <laughs> <laughs> do they cancel the party if you don't take the name? Oh no, because I could do the party. On. Oh good, it's, that's good. The party goes it's on. Lit. It's just real sad. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's a bit more like a wake. <laughs> we try and rejoice that, you know, that at least if, even if, if Marilyn takes this path, then she won't be part of our community anymore. But she'll. She'll be living her own life, and I think making that choice is something to be celebrated. I think. Well, this one's up to Merylwen. We should like, don't yeah. rush it, Merylwen. But what do you want to do? I agree. It should be. I I agree. Well, like this is my home, but I've not been here for for so long, and I don't know when the last time my parents sent me a tortoise with a message <laughs> it might be chasing you if we stay still in the same place for long enough it might catch up finally catch up maybe years of backed up tortoises yeah. <laughs> it's just a conga line of tortoises yeah they've not been eating right <laughs> yeah. but the thing is it like lily i mean adrell like do you do you get to to leave cuz I mean, Erwin kind of had this weird tone in his voice when he was saying that I've finally returned. He said, you've been out, but you've returned. And it just felt very final. Are you, are you stuck here? Are you okay? I guess I've never really thought about leaving. I, I, it is you quite know, I, nice. I go on ranges, I hunt, and I provide for the community. I... I I never really questioned what else might be out there. I mean, I mean there's, I, there's a lot. Yeah, I've seen I, a lot. I, she, she looks most of it's sort bad of your... though, right? I mean, most of it involves fighting or arguing. That's Why don't we just cool stay stuff? here? It's nice here. <laughs> yeah, stay. She says to Egbert. So, uh, we could um, all get new names. <laughs> it doesn't like, quite. W- I think you're work. in here, Egbert. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't quite work that that way. Um, but, why, uh, why can't we have new names? Because you're not elves. It's not. Uh, it's not a. That. That came out wrong. <laughs> I see how it is. Come on, really? No, back a drow. Come on. No, I'm. You're not. No, Erwin. no, no, no. You you're said enough. Erwin. No, no. I just mean. <sighs> I sadly start taking the neck jewelry out of my head. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not because of who you are. It's where you. Were raised. No, it's where you weren't raised. You weren't raised here. You're not among. You're not from here. This Just is answer me this. <laughs> wow, Is the jewellery in or out? Wow. Is it. Uh, is it. Is it meant to be funny? Uh, yes. It's a funny joke. Ha ha. You fell for it. And I take the jewellery out of my hair and. So no, I, my no, I, no, I, I didn't mean. <laughs> it no, looks... it was a funny joke. Okay, no, I didn't, laugh, I didn't mean everybody it... laugh. I didn't mean it looked bad. I meant that it was slightly offensive. Oh right. But... Oh sorry. 
Look, oh, in that case, listen, no, that was not a joke. Look, sorry. I, I've lived... Look, I've lived a very sheltered life. Obviously, I'd see that now, Marilyn. Uh, and for what it's worth, t- tiefling lady, I, I heard what Marilyn said, and that, that yeah. was pretty... That was pretty bigoted, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't okay, and no one called him out, so I'm fuming mad, and later I'm going to go burn down Erwin's treehouse. Okay, I'll pretend I, I didn't hear that bit. <laughs> no, you didn't. Because that could get... No, <laughs> no, that, that I think that could get me in a lot of trouble, couldn't it? Yeah, it will. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, look, I... I Marowen, look, I, I will stand by you, and I will love you no matter what you do. Uh... Either way, this sounds so stupid. I still need to help get ready for the party. Because there's okay. stuff stuff we need to do. Okay, just, let's, just, just, let's you, just do just it. Just take some time. Just think about it. There's no pressure. It's okay. Just no, it, yeah. I, I just... Oh, I'm bad at this. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. She's so awkward. Meryl, was she always this awkward? Is this is this an elf thing or is this an Adderall thing? It it it's an it's an elf thing. <laughs> Families okay. are complicated. Right. Families are complicated. The, yeah. thing, things are awkward and tough. I yeah. don't like your elf elder. But no. the important thing is this is your family and this is your homeland. And I want to know if you think that something is awry here. I want to know if you think you're going to become a prisoner because that's not okay. And if it is. I have a new secret sneaking spy spell to find out what that heroine is up to. But it might just be, you know, elf stuff, so you got to tell me. I would want to know his elf stuff. Yeah, <laughs> he kind of was always, like, just strange. He, he kind of, like, worked his way to the top to become the elder, and, like, he, he was... You know, he was he wasn't in it for the community, he was a career elder, if you know what I mean, <laughs> you know. And it just he's I mean what he said to you, Prudence, that that just I'm sorry, like I, I wish I'd said something, but I was just like cringing so hard at that I physically couldn't move. Like it was so mortifying. I think um, we need to investigate this guy. We need to find I out think, what he's up to. Yeah, I the, the, the fact that I, I can't be banished for not taking a name. Sure, I don't remember reading that in the books. And I think something's, something's happened. And okay, okay, yeah. you think something's up. Well, yeah. I like the Tombola sabotage idea. Yeah. Psst, hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around you won't believe these bargains folks head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd miss forever it's back and waiting for you hey gamers i'm tom from pitch please a podcast where people who play games pitch their great game ideas to the people that make them whether it's a pitch from my unstable mind or we hear game ideas from guests and listeners we're always able to twist your favorite but non-existent games into a hot mess so if you want to hear us create some impossible games, then why not join us on Pitch, please?
Well, but how also, about I think we, we do that? Find out what's really going on? Just I think we do that, and then we see what the reaction is. Perhaps I, vo- I volunteer to go and scope out this guy's uh, elf house. See what he's got I've, going on in there. I've got some. I've got something for this. Um, in l- 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 yesterday evening, after we was it yesterday evening when sure, we got back the, from the, the human over. hunting, the humanoid yeah. hunting experience, uh-huh. uh, I stayed up late <laughs> learning a new spell. Okay. Uh, called clairvoyance, and sure. I can I can remotely observe uh, someone at a distance of up to a mile. So I figure I go and okay. you know. You look at him with clairvoyance. I'll break into his house and go through his stuff. Oh, how's that sound? Oh, okay. Dual prop yeah. what, what do you think, Marilyn? We need your blessing. It's it's kind of your your home turf. Um, I'm up for this. I think Prudence, you should be keeping an eye on him, and maybe we should have a signal for Corazon if he goes back to the house. Like if just if, in case if Erwin goes way. back, yeah, yeah, and then like you know, I don't know, like a bird call or something, or maybe just Dob runs over. <laughs> <Just runs. laughs> you okay. can telepathically message me. There is that. Yeah. Yes. Can she do that Perfect. as well as clairvoyance at the same time? Because if uh, not, Dob can tell you. I can. I can hot swap. I can multitask <laughs> among okay. my skills. Switch tabs. Yeah. Multi <laughs> tab spells. No problem. Um, okay. So I like this. If I spy on Erwin to see what mm-hmm. he's up to, possibly nothing. But we don't. We just don't know. Corazon, you go break into his treehouse. Yeah. He's probably and, got all files and stuff, hasn't he? Yeah, check out his yeah. elf files. And um, and someone else go sabotage the Tombola, perhaps, or go and chat up Adderall. Dob, Dob, shall we go and try and create like a replica Tombola that we can switch around, do the old... Team Tombola? Around. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of ways we could approach this. We could create a fake Tombola, which I love, or we mm. could try and do some illusory magic on the actual Tombola. Uh, what we Make could do look- is just some illusory magic on the actual piece of paper that gets drawn or but I like I would like to build a tombola so I feel like we yeah. could do a really good job <laughs> do the like we are back up. <laughs> yeah 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 I think we are definitely the match of the elven carpenters mm-hmm. who have been yeah. making tombolas here I'm sure this thing isn't thousands of years old and beautifully made or anything yeah so well, uh, we'll, okay we'll find the tombola the steal tombola. the tombola okay, replicate it I'll go. Yeah. I don't yeah. want Adrell to get into trouble. I want her to be kind of like away from all of this. So I'm going to go with her and start to get ready for the ceremony. Okay. And just like be like, look, you guys get me ready. It's fine. I'll do it. Whatever. We'll have can a party. Can you point and out that elder's house? Which one is his? Which one is his? Uh, I believe he's that. The, the big one. The obnoxiously big one. It's the big one. Got it. It's got a really gaudy front garden. Ugh. Lots of raised beds Ugh. with lots of lots of plants that shouldn't be able to grow in the forest. Right. Classic. Mm. Just walk, just walking over. As there. nature intended, eh? As wait, nature wait, wait. intended. Before we before we break. Egg, but you can get Co- naked. Corazon. Co- Corazon. Yes. Thanks. Corazon. Yes. If, if his house were, were to accidentally burn down on your way out, I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone could pin it on you. I'm just saying. Would, would that make you happy, Prudence? Yes. It would. It Burn does it. look very flammable, oh, in fairness. Yeah. So this whole place looks pretty flammable. Yeah, mm. I like... Dob, you're, you're thinking with your fire, yeah. I better not sneeze. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, what if I get hay fever? Johnny, do I need well, to roll to find out if I have hay fever? <laughs> please shout at me if things go south mm. and I'll maybe create some rain to stop the fire. <laughs> oh. I haven't been listening to this last bit. I don't want anyone bit. else to get hurt. I've mm. been listening and trying to be cute. I, bl- I blow a dandelion at Egbert. 
That is cute, though. It takes six points of dandelion damage. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we've got Team Tombola, Team Sneak Into House, and Team Eavesdrop. We'll yeah. start with Team Sneak Into House, which is to say Corazon. Yeah. Uh, just make me a... How are you going, actually? Are you kind of trying to sneak there, or are you kind of just walking with purpose and assuming that people just aren't going to question you? Um... No, I'm gonna try and like get in a uh, like a back door through like a, a window or something. I need to okay. I need to check he's not in for a start, so I'm casing the house from outside. Yeah, um, make me a stealth check just to set yourself up. Uh, that's a sixteen plus uh, rock proficiency in stealth, so yeah. It's like Great. So you um, you basically you're walking along uh, sort of uh, one of the the platforms, like mm, touristy, touristy, admiring the trees. And then you look above you, and the next walkway up is the one that leads directly in front of Erwin's house. And you kind of like, Corazon uh, just kind of jumps and pulls himself up by his by his fingertips. And as you kind of sneak over, you see Erwin uh, step out of his house, and he turns and sort of locks it with a key that he places inside his sleeve. And then he walks off um, somewhere to. Um, he walks up somewhere to go do something. Cool. Um, and once he's gone, you manage to sneak right up to the house, basically. Locked with a key. I mean, come on, mate. Uh, I use my thieves' tools to pick the lock. Mm-hmm. Give me a roll, please. Um, okay, that is an eight, but I have proficiency in thieves' tools and also it's a dexterity thing, so eight. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Great. Yes, uh... It's. It takes you a while uh, because you're not sort of used to this sort of lock. So it's actually quite interesting. Was quite, you're like, oh. was quite a lot of opium in that fairy wine. Yes. So, um, yeah. I mean, before you even added opium, let's face it. Yeah. Uh, but you're. It's a fascinating little tour, actually. You're like, that's how elves do their locks. Okay. And then you're like, oh, I get it. Clunk. And you you manage to open the door and you are in. It is um, very elven. Uh, there are lots of scrolls uh, in sort of a, a big case uh, by the wall. Uh, there is sort of a, a low bed. It's more like a roll mat, but it, it looks like it's made of leaves and it's, it is both scholarly but also very naturey. Um, and there are some fine robes strewn about the place. Um, and there is a, a, a low desk, a sort of one that he clearly sits at and tucks his knees under. And. Um, on that, there is a piece of parchment where he has been writing a speech for Merylwyn's naming day uh, with gaps in it to be like, we present to you now, formerly Merylwyn, and then a, a line where the name will be, la 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 la. And then there are two wooden ornate jewellery boxes next to said letter. Well, I mean, I'm looking in those first. Mm-hmm. So what uh, have we got in here? The first one is a silvered circlet. Uh, not unlike the the one that Marilyn has actually sort of woven for herself and wears in her hair, but it is um, it is made of it's cast of metal that sort of shines and is light but also very strong. Um, it is absolutely beautiful. Okay, interesting. What's in the other box? Uh, a brooch. This brooch is uh, heavy in your palm. It is made of iron, uh, and it has it's like it's got a you know like when it's a brooch, it's got like a big pin that sort of goes through. To pin it to the material, um, and it is—it is a very dull finish. Hmm. 
Now, I'm trying to think how Merylwen would feel about me stealing these things. Probably bad. But then... Alright, I'm going to leave these here for now. I'm, I'm going to have a look around and see if I can find anything, like, incriminating or, like, evidence that he's up to something bad or weird. So I'm okay. going to look around for, like, um, any kind of documents or any kind of evidence that he's uh, he's a wrong one. Okay, so. uh, make me an investigate check. Um, let's see what you get. Ah, that is a 19, plus I am now proficient in investigation. So Ooh. Dang, it's, it's approximately 500. Uh, you find a ledger. It's a very large uh, leather-bound ledger. It is uh, really genuinely very, very thick. And you're like, this looks interesting. Crack! Um, and it is basically the ledger of the elder of this community. And this dates back hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And it is the names of everyone in the community. And then the names they took um, when they had their naming ceremony. Um yeah. And you know what? We're going to come back to you. Imagine okay. yourself in kind of like a montage where you're like, dee -dee 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 -dee, just like lining <laughs> things up and making correlations. Correlations. There's a term somewhere. Correlations. Correlations. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Team Bowler. Um, yeah. It is not. <laughs> it is not hard to find the real Tom important Bowler. job. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is. It is very close to the raffle table. Um, and uh, yeah, the the tombola is you. You look at it and you're like, oh, that that must be it, because uh, you only need to take one look at it to know that it is thousands of years old and incredibly ornate. Oh okay. no, Egbert, I've thought about this. Yes, there's there's no way that we can replicate cr a craftsmanship that fine, and I don't think that we should use an illusion spell to pull this off, because there's no way that uh, they'll let a non-elf do the actual tombola bit, and as soon as someone touches our illusion, it will all fall apart. Right. So here's here's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. We use our rudimentary skills to rig a trick tombola. Uh, so, that completed, we then use our thief skills to steal the actual tombola. We then say, what, your tombola's missing? I think my friend might have a spare. And that's, and and then they're like, oh, this old thing. I guess you can use it if you're at a loose end. And they right. use our trick one, and Did. the trick one will have like when you the slot that you put the names in, uh, like all the pieces of paper or whatever, will go into a, a trick little shelf within the tombola. Okay. Uh, and then we will sort of also embed in the side, in the top. Like we'll just put the little slip of paper so that when it's rotated, it falls out into the drum. Basically, it means that when spun. None of the actual, none of the names put in will even enter circulation properly. But Merrill, when the Merrill, when piece of paper will be spat out. I'm going to trust that that tea. makes any kind of physical sense and say yes. That sounds of course like a it great does. plan. We're going uh, to we use, could... gimbal, use gimbals and and, and and pulleys and internal. Yeah, I've got it okay, all. Look, look at the blueprint. I feel like this is part of Dom's backstory of doing lottery fraud or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a great idea. We could use the cask of evil mojito as the tombola drum for our oh, yeah. mimosa. We'll have to empty it out <laughs> first. Yeah, mimosa. Oh, sorry. But yeah, we'll I'll definitely we'll take be, an evil mojito though. We will have to <laughs> yeah. make a suspect evil. <laughs> okay, so step one of our great plan: we each yeah. drink half a barrel of uh, evil mimosa. Of, yes, exactly. <laughs> so let's do that first. Yeah, because that's crucial, and then we'll work the rest out as we go along. 
Yeah. Okay. yeah. The rest is the rest yeah. is going to yes. be mu- yes. the rest is going to seem a lot easier once we've drunk the mimosa. Okay. Definitely. I think we'll achieve um, a sense of clarity that we do, don't have right now. All right. Jandar Egbert and I go uh, behind passes. a big tree and chug, chug, chug. <laughs> okay. Well, I was about to say, Jandar, meanwhile, uh, is sort of passing around uh, with another tray of, of acorn wine, but he's also just holding a pair of, um, of uh, basically elven beer bongs. He's like, oh, <laughs> would anybody else care for refreshment? What I would care for, Andar, is for you to join us behind that big tree and we're going to show you how we party outside the woods. <laughs> Come on, Gander. I couldn't. Not on duty. <laughs> oh, this is your duty today, my yeah. friend. You just got a promotion <laughs> to drink squad. Come right, he throws the tray over his shoulders. He, he looks we, at you both and brings the beer bongs, assuming he'll need them. We, right. show, oh, yeah. uh, we show him how to do a cake stand. Yeah. He's probably really good at it, what with his elven acrobatics. Yeah, agility. Okay. Yeah. So you only need to drink a third of a barrel apiece. Yeah, yeah so we're basically okay. fine. <laughs> everyone make me a constitution saving throw. Uh, everyone. Oh. oh no! Sorry, just not everyone not who's everyone, drinking. Yeah. Everyone Drink who's... squad. But it's that it's that intoxicating. <laughs> yeah, you get a proximity drunk. <laughs> That's a uh, seven plus two, which is nine. That's a twenty, Probably but not fine. natural. An unnatural okay. twenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Dub, you are. You're in the sweet spot, you know, like when you're playing yeah. like half orc pool and you've had two beers and you're like, okay, until I've had one half more beer, I'm going to be incredible at pool. It's like that. You're like, make a trick yeah. tombola. I was born to make a trick tombola. Egbert, you're just hammered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, for his part, Jandar is passed out. Um, <laughs> he was... It, you're not sure about these things, but having run with Marilyn for a while, you know that they don't really need sleep. You think you might have invented the elven nap because he is just under a tree going and snoring in a very el- elven way. But what um, a cake stand. Such poise, uh, such elegance. I am going down in history. Going to ask you both to make me a... What would this be? Would this be deck sleight of hand to build a... Yeah, sure. Oh, we'll the trick tombola. Dex, the trick tombola. Dex, sleight of hand, roll right. from both of you, please. Okay. This is basically I consider this as like Dob is making it, and we're just seeing how much Egbert is not hindering him. Uh, six plus two is eight. Twenty-one. <laughs> okay. Um, you knock it over twice before uh, Dob <laughs> manages to get this thing finished. Um, and it, uh, to be honest, you only manage that because Dogbert comes along and is like, just wants to play. Ruff, 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 he ruff, ruff. he comes ah. up with a, like a rotten tree trunk that weighs about as much as Corazon. And Good he's like, boy. ah, Good just running boy. around in the trees. Uh, yeah, you have successfully constructed a trick tombola. It looks like Great. hell, but it looks like a functioning tombola. You test uh, the oh, mechanisms. Good, it's working. I tear a little strip of bark off a nearby tree and just scroll Meryl when, and I'm pretty sure I've spelled it right, and I'll pop that in the actual one. Okay. Fine. Yeah, it's the trick tombola is rigged to go. Team now we've got to steal the. We've got to steal the. Our next. Mission. That's the next phase. That's the that's the, ne- that's the that's 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 the next phase. That was, was phase one. This is yes. phase B. Yes. <laughs> okay. Either make me a charisma performance check to saunter up to the tombola like you own it, 
or make me a deck stealth check. Oh no, we can, check, we can come back to us, Johnny. Feel. Sorry, I did. You I did. No, just no, do make that. No, do make that check because I'd rather have okay. you in position then. Come, okay. come back then, and then we'll snap to team eavesdrop. What was it again? Sorry. What do we want to do? Do we want a charisma or do we want to? It's either charisma performance or dex stealth. What do you want to go for? to me. Just do it. Um, do whatever. Ooh, ooh. All right. Um, well, I'll make it charisma then. Uh, so that is right. 14. Yeah. Uh, use... Mine is six plus three, so that's nine. <laughs> Egbert's still okay. quite drunk. Yeah. yeah um, Dob, you walk up to the tombola and sort of slap it on the side, being like, you can fit so many names in this baby. Um, <laughs> and nobody even bats an eyelid. They're like, yeah, that guy, that guy who's, who's you know, who's, who's visiting the community and it's fine for him to be next to the tombola. Uh, Egbert is approximately a fifth of the way towards you. He's just All kind right. of doing that, like, really unsteady legs thing. Anyway, team eavesdrop. <laughs> um, Yo! You noticed, uh, as you were kind of watching Corazon, you were like, dang, Corazon must have been doing chin-ups because he managed to sort of pull himself up onto the thing. You Why see not? that Erwan is uh, has left his house and um, he is making his way toward the house uh, Marilyn pointed out earlier as belonging to her parents. Aha. Okay. So, well, again, uh, yeah, sorry, carry on. No, 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 please, sorry. Well, I was going to say, if you want to go over there, again, pick pick how you do it, whether you're just like... Da, 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 well, or I, I'm down on the ground, right? I'm down on the forest floor, and I can yeah. can I see the treehouse, the the treehouse that Marilyn's parents live in. So yes. with clairvoyance, I can I can cast it at range. It's like oh. casting a like a, an all seeing eye within the space. Oh, perfect. So if I take a the, the glass eye I've stolen mm-hmm. off of someone, or yep. the jeweled horn Bismuth. I've also stolen off of someone. Yeah, Bismuth. Bismuth, Bismuth is glass eye, let's say. <laughs> And Bismuth yeah. is, is, is jeweled horn, jeweled let's horn. say. Um, I, I have to choose either listening or seeing. Okay. So I'm going to say listening because I can't lip read. That's okay, not one cool. of my infernal powers. Sure. So, um, <laughs> not yet. Wait till you next level up. Yeah. So I, I kind of like, it takes 10 minutes. So I guess I might miss the, the first part of the conversation. Well, but it I, takes him quite a long way to get over there because he sort of is just walking for a bit and then he turns to see if anyone's following him. And he Ooh. does that for ages, Sneaky. as if you would have to be diving in bushes repeatedly or hiding behind <laughs> corners. And if you broke the line of sight, you'd have only 20 seconds to re-establish it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, oh, to be honest with you, you you don't miss anything but the pleasantries, where you Great. hear like, are you sure you won't have a cup of a cup of tea? Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. I had a drop of Jandar's acorn wine earlier. But... You wanted to talk to me. You're worried about Meryl when? And you hear a, a man's voice say, Well, um, not to put too fine a point on it, uh, we think she might refuse. And, well, this has never really come up. With you, anyway. We suspected she might. She's got a full life from what we've heard, but will you really make her take the iron? Will she really have to leave? You hear there's a pause and then a long sigh from Aaron. He's like, ah, I wish, I wish I could let her come back and sort of, you know, trip in and out of our lives like this with her band of, of friends. But that's, you know, that's just not the way our society works. If she chooses not to take a name, she'll be given the iron brooch and she'll have to leave. And... 
Well, from there on out, her fate is in her own hands. We'll wish her well, but... What else can I do? Um, you hear the lady's voice again be like, Is there nothing, really nothing we can do? Look, I know you're very upstanding and everything, but we, we care about her. Can we... Can we bribe you is what I'm saying. And Arowan kind of chuckles in a, a self-assured way. It's like, ha no, I have everything I need. Thank you so much. Um, and this, the conversation from there it descends again into pleasantries. They're like, well, I, either way, it should be a fine party, la 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 la. But you can tell that basically Marowan's parents are keeping up appearances. Mm. Uh, and uh, they both sound crestfallen mm. at the idea that they might indeed be severed from seeing their daughter in their own home. Um, okay. Team Sneak House. Mm. Uh, you, your montage is cooked. Um, you hear the ping <laughs> cool. and you're like, I've got it! Um, all of the... Um, basically, they're... There are the, the names of like the child name and then the adult name. And then there is a word in the third column that is either crown or iron. And you're like, oh, I see. These things are part of the ceremony. I think that, that makes sense. Um, and where the people who have crown written next to their name, it uh, doesn't say anything else with them. Um, the people that say iron is interesting. A few of them have... Uh, in the fourth column, place names. Um, I would say maybe about 10% of the names uh, that say Iron have, have place names uh, written next to them. You recognise a couple of them. Um, uh, but the vast majority, 90% of them, there's just a clean line. Uh, no, not a clean line. So there's a, just an X in, um, in the fourth column. All right. I wonder if uh, if Prudence is trying to reach me telepathically to tell me anything. I just I <laughs> hold my temples and I think hard. Prudy, are you there? <laughs> well, I mean, I've done I've done eavesdropping and spying on Merwin's parents, who I've not met yet, but uh, I've I've heard them. So um, yeah, for for being concerned about their their daughter, they sure haven't shown up yet, have they, Mum and Dad? <laughs> I guess they're waiting for the party, you know. Maybe it's a yeah. maybe it's a formality, like a you know an elf procedure thing. Maybe um, they got really good dresses, and they don't want yeah. to, They want to like save it. Oh yeah, both mum and dad, amazing elf mm. elfin gowns. Yeah. Yeah. Gowns. Okay. Mithril. Um, <laughs> so Mithril gowns. The pair of them. <laughs> okay, I, I, uh, I break off the clairvoyance because at this point it's just it's just dumb elf talk. Yeah. Yeah. And I. Um, is uh, is Erwin heading home yet? Is he is he on his way? Is he taking a little little route? Back? He seems to be regaling them with details about lemon cakes at the minute. Oh, he seems to be there. settled in. Yeah. More like lame brus bread. Am I right? If only elves could hear it. Um, I, uh, I cast message up at the uh, the other treehouse, the one that everyone is coming from, and I'm like, Corazon, I I, oh, I hey, feel Prince, like 
Hey, hey, no, you can't talk to me, Corazon. Only oh, sorry, I may okay. talk to you, so sure. you can... <laughs> I understand. Now, uh, so now I'm going to say all the things to Corazon. <laughs> <laughs> he can't say it. And it's a <laughs> roast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do a three-hour comedy roast of Corazon through my psychic message spell, and he can't do anything but sit there and take it. <laughs> and another thing about your dumb dryad song. Um, anyway, anyway, no, I, uh, I say... I think uh, Merowyn's gonna gonna get given the iron, which sounds ominous. Um, I, I don't know if you can um, you can find out anything about the, this iron deal up where you are, but it sounds like Erwin is going to properly banish her if she doesn't take her name. So that's that's what I've got. And also, I've heard um, I've heard the voices of Merowyn's mum and dad. They seem nice enough, ish. So, yeah, um, can't wait to see you, but warm regards, Prudence. Okay. Right, well, it seems to me like the iron refers to this brooch, so maybe if the brooch went missing, then they wouldn't be able to give the iron to Merylwen, and then problem solved. Am I right, Loophole. everyone? <laughs> Loophole. Um, or, you know, if this, if this house were to burn down. Burned. And, the, be, yeah, yeah. And all real... the artifacts were lost. Did um did he leave any candles burning or anything when he went out? I cast my eyes around the room. Uh, there's like an incense burner. An incense burner. Interesting. Um, it smells like okay. pine needles and sort of intellectual superiority. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh Rich my God. leather. Ode elf. Pine yeah. needles and superiority. <laughs> well, this guy this guy oh, really man. grinds my gears, and that whole tiefling racism earlier has really uh, really annoyed me. So I'm gonna um. What am I going to do here? Yeah, I'm going to grab the the iron thing out of the box. Um, because I don't want that being given to Merylwen. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to kick over the incense burner on my way out. Just uh, yeah, that... <laughs> Have we got any accelerant that... around here? Is there anything that could... Grease? Do you not carry rum on you at all times? I mean, yeah, but I was just, if there was anything that was naturally occurring, that would be less suspicious. Yeah, you're thinking oh. of the elf crime scene investigators. Yeah, the scene, yeah. Investigators. <laughs> crime scene darin investigators. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there's oh, there's a man. bottle of, of sort of like a, a, a clearish, like, rich spirit, <clears throat> which cool. might accidentally take a, take a tumble onto some burning incense. Oh no, that took a tumble, and then the incense took a tumble, and now I'm cheesing it. <laughs> the, um, the house, much like Dogbutt says, woof. Yeah, um, on the on the way out, I'm grabbing the. I, I want that ledger as well. Ooh. Okay, cool. Uh, yes, you managed to pocket both. Mm. Um, uh, okay, Team Bola. This is going to ruin uh, the party, isn't it? This whole probably house. Oh, I thought you meant the Tombola thing. I was like, no, no, that that's going to be great. great. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, Team well, Tombola. Um, so we're standing by the actual tombola. Let's say Egbert's managed to make it over there, yeah. How does this sound like, like uh, for a plan to you, Egbert? Uh, I will use a recently acquired spell, um, Major Illusion, to create a major distraction. <laughs> While everyone's looking, you cheese it away with the real okay. tombola. Ooh, I've got an idea. Why don't you make it look like a hut is on fire? That would really get them. Love it. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's great. Yep. Can you do a major okay. illusion of one of the, I don't know, any of the tree houses on fire? Yes, I can. Uh, wait, hang on. How big are the huts, I wonder? I look at them and size them up square footage wise. 
Oh, they're not too big and not too small, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, I focus just on the roofs. Maybe like maybe a roof is on fire or something. Sure. Okay. Uh, all right, so Egbert, um, so we, we've sidled up, we're by the tombola. Uh, all right, and the, I guess there's a few people like putting out party stuff, like plates and things nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I strike up a conversation with, um, uh, you know, with with the people nearest the tombola, like, oh yeah, it's am- oh, and these and these play settings, like, uh, and what's this fork for? Is it- oh my god, what the hell is that? And I cast <gasps> uh, major illusion to create okay. the illusion of uh, one of the roofs extremely on fire. There's a <laughs> sense of heat. You can smell the smoke. It's pouring mm-hmm. out. Really oh immersive. Every, yeah, it's fully... It's 4D. It's 4DX <laughs> illusion. <laughs> right, everyone's nice. rocking around. Yeah, all right. So, <laughs> like that. And I wink at Egbert as if to say, get that tombola, my man. And I uh, grab the yeah. tombola and dive into the undergrowth. Okay, great. Uh, just make me a strength athletics check to get away from it. Um, you hear a lot of shouts being like, fire, fire, there's a fire over there, fire. Um, Bring your little buckets of acorn cups of magic water, I imagine. Uh, and then you hear shouts from a different part of the community going, fire, fire, there's also a fire, the thing that we elves really hate, fire. <laughs> a fire um, on two it, fronts. Two fronts. Now it seems like... Dob, you've, have you been practicing this? Uh, I'm, better at, I'm better at this illusion than I thought, I guess. And that one looks really real. <laughs> You take a moment to see whether you're still drunk because you might be illusioning double. Um, <laughs> but uh, either, oops, excuse me. Either way, people are scrabbling to fetch buckets, um, and it's quite a well-coordinated effort, to be honest. Top nailed um, it. Nailed it. Seems like fires are a hazard here, and that they are very well equipped to deal with them. Or well, uh, let's see how they're doing with this one. Okay. Um, the fire in Erwin's house is actually coming under control, like, relatively swiftly. Like, it's um, it's burning extremely fiercely and hot, but it seems to be burning mostly in one room. Uh, so they are already preemptively dousing other walls and stuff and trying to fight these flames. Um, the other one is going terribly. They're throwing bucket after bucket of water <laughs> at this fire, and it's just it's n- having zero effect. Like, I say none to the whatsoever. elves, friends, I... I don't know if this will work, but I did learn a spell to extinguish fire. Might I be permitted to try it on your beautiful home? Please, try anything. It won't be okay. beautiful for long, the way it's burning. All right. Uh, I'm to make a big show of it, and then I stop casting uh, Major Illusion. Mm-hmm. The house returns to normal. <gasps> ah, ah, exhausted from the magic. Ah, <laughs> do the ah. other one. Do the other one. Do the other uh, one. No, the magic, it's all run out of me. It's- <laughs> I, 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 I fall down on the floor. I oh, only enough magic for one house. Damn my magical limit! And I, 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 I bring him some tea, some restorative uh, tea, tea. Restorative tea. Uh, and I, I reach around on the ground for like what is presumably like a certain amount of ash. And I, I pick some up and go, Elven friends, I know you have bigger problems, but look, all that remains of your tombola. <laughs> There you go. That was the middle chapter, Elf Hazard Part Two. What do you think? I think you can't see the sideburns, but they definitely inform the performance. <laughs> I think. I think it comes through. You can hear them. Yeah, you can kind of hear them rustling if you listen close. <laughs> <laughs> they, they definitely add something. I think. What I like is how you wear the mutton chops. The mutton chops don't wear you. Yes, that's very mm. important. You see what I mean. Yeah, you see people where the mutton chops are definitely wearing them, and it's like. Pfft. 
My hot take is I'd really like to go to a forest and drink a load of mimosas. It sounds like a great time. That's what Dob and Egbert do in this episode. And um, yeah, drinking mimosas in the forest is lovely. Perfect. I like that uh, Corazon's idea of what elves are is basically Disney princesses, like just walking through the forest and singing to the animals. Yeah. And there like is a, an overlap, certainly. A bird alights on your shoulder and you sing yeah. to it and then it's... Beloved by nature. Yeah, then it carries off your washing and does it for you. So like Snow White then. Yeah. It's very Listen elf-like. Listen to the forest, it has wisdom to teach us. Like the running theme of this entire episode is everyone's misapprehensions about elves because no one had read that page of the handbook because it didn't directly relate to them. But, um... Yeah, yeah, it does. It does speak to assumptions, yeah. doesn't it? That's the you see, PSA. yeah, that's what we're trying to teach you here. It says maybe don't don't make assumptions about people. You might find uh, spend some time amongst yeah. the, amongst different folks, and you'll yeah. learn we're really not all that different. Also, we split the party, which is extremely rare. Like we really don't do that mm. very often. Mm. And so we've got. I try. You all follow me. That's true. We all just want to be near Corazon. Yeah, That's... I'm like, I'm off to do my adventure now. And you're like, we're yeah. here too. We're all in your orbit. We're drawn in by your gravity, yeah, Corazon. Still here. So Prudence goes off and investigates the elder's uh, house. Yes. Does some sort of investigation. Meanwhile, Dob and Egbert are just Have a having a party. boozy wild time. I feel like there was a plan. Well, the plan was to use the, the keg that the mimosas were in, but we decided it needed to be empty first. And there's only one way... To empty a keg of mimosas. Don't want to waste all this mimosa, Um, sure. But yeah, it's fine. You know, uh, it it very nearly completely ruined the plan, actually, which is, as plans go, not too bad. It was one that had a logical beginning and end point, which is not always a given when when it comes to our planning. But yeah, it got a little strange in the the middle. I like that the um, two parallel story threads with the split party both kind of converge on fire as the solution. If all else fails, burn everything down. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were all built to fire, yeah. so that that seems about right. I want to say. Yeah, it's a it, it was a typically chaotic end to the uh, to the plans, but well, you'll have to find out in part three whether it all works out. Marilyn explained to me. Sorry, Ellen explained to me in the last episode of this podcast that the naming ceremony, the elf naming mm. ceremony, I should know, but now we all know, is a part of the official D and D elf lore. That's right? cool. So an elf gets to 100 and then they get their kind of adult name. So that's not something that Johnny and Ellen cooked up. Mm. The tombola, of course, is an invention. <laughs> um, I don't know the mechanism by which elves choose their adult names, but I quite like the idea of a tombola. I think it probably your... isn't a tombola. No, I know. They probably have to go and meditate on a hill somewhere. Probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Some probably they throw a big bag of, uh, there's like a bag full of pieces of paper with names on them. And they fire an arrow straight and true. And then yeah. the arrow pins to the, the true name. name to a tree. The stakes were pretty high here. Like Merylwen could have been called something completely different and I would have never gotten used yeah. to it. Like, scr- like yeah. scramble shanks. Yeah, exactly. Stinkweed. Yeah. Um, so I think this is probably the highest stakes adventure we've ever had. Because yeah, if, if, if Merylwen had been renamed Stench Blossom, I think we would have really struggled. You all renamed me in episode two and no one seemed to care about that. Yeah, but not your oh, first yeah. name. <laughs> Tombola has... Such a nice village fate yeah, energy, though. It it's hard to see it as this like sinister subplot. In though, in a fantasy setting, yes. Tombola does remind me of the words Tom Bombadil, which is oh. the, obviously the worst character in all the fiction. So okay. it's yeah, an inadvertent association that really turns your stomach. Yeah, exactly. Not a fan. <laughs> the Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadimola. Yeah. <laughs> 
which of course is where the word tombola originally came from. Right. It was yeah, invented by uh, it's a contraction. Tolkien. We talk about Tom Bombadil surprisingly often in this podcast. Yeah, because he sucks. That, le- that lends in power though, Andy. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Slenderman. Yeah. The more you talk about Tom Bombadil, the, the, more the higher the chances he'll reality, turn up. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like a candy man. He's coming, coming to get you now, Andy. He's coming to no. sit you down and play Tom a load of music at you that you'll hate. <laughs> oh. If you spend too long on those Tom Bombadil Reddit threads, he'll notice and he'll come for you. Well, there's lots yet to come in Elf Hazard. I can't believe we haven't met Merylwyn's parents yet. We've like... <laughs> arrived in her hometown they've been avoiding us and, and frankly who can blame them yeah their daughter's weird friends <laughs> she's running with a bad crowd now mm. yeah did you know the lord of, of the rings only exists because tolkien's son um was annoying explain what? yourself and he was te- he would tell it he would tell it to his son as a bedtime story to bore him to sleep but, then, but yeah but then his son <laughs> was very much like comic book guy in the simpsons was like um you just said that uh this detail was this but actually in the last time we had this story you said it was this and so he was like all right i better start writing this down otherwise i'm going to get all the details wrong i better create an entire fictional language it's like yeah bilbo strikes two separate ribs on the rib cage yet produces the same tone <laughs> from the rib cage xylophone yeah when you say something like that <laughs> yeah so feel thankful that tolkien didn't just say a wizard did it because he could i did know that tom bombadil specifically was an invention of tolkien's to like amuse his kids and that's why tom bombadil has the most kind of like like you know like child friendly amusing, vibe, funny yeah. character dr seuss energy kind of. he's a jar he's yeah, a jar jar yeah, binks yeah, yeah. basically he's a tom yeah. bombadil Whoa. is a jar jar binks is the yeah, jar jar binks only worse are you gonna sit there and take that tom bombadil you better get mike too yeah <laughs> Oh no. After you finish with Andy, you better come and get Mike. Is that the sound of a loot I can hear? Cool. Well, thanks for listening to the Oxford D&D podcast. Please welcome Mike the Malkavian Mm -hmm. and Andy, freshly embraced of the Ministry. The Ministry of Set or the Setites. Yeah, there you go. Come join the set. What else are we doing on Outside Xbox? What's happening? Well, we were invited by the kind people at IO Interactive to uh, create some custom Hitman contracts, which should be available in the game uh, very soon, this week. Um, and yeah, It says they're from Outside Extra because they can't use the word Xbox. They can't use the word Xbox on a PlayStation, which is somewhat fair enough. But um, yeah, they are handcrafted contracts for you to complete, uh, made by us. I've not made mine yet. But I'm looking forward to it because the contract system is really good fun, and it will yeah. be good. We'll we'll yes. make we'll try and make them as themed as possible. Uh, so yeah, look forward to that. It's a quite a quick turnaround though, right? Yeah, it's it's crunch time for us, is what we're saying. Yeah, it's bit... we're entering our own mini crunch. We are. Yeah, the contract is just going to be walk up to the first person, shoot them in the head, and leave the level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really phoning it in. Um, yeah, but yeah. no, yeah, if you have Hitman, and you know, if you're follower of outside xbox you probably have picked it up after however many years of us making hitman videos but um yeah do check them out and uh, let us know what you think and this sunday i.e a couple of days after this podcast episode goes up there's a new episode of oxventure dnd mm. and it's a good one do you remember it andy we yeah i do if, it. yeah if you enjoy corazon winding people up then it's it's got a lot of that in it that's every episode so- Look forward That's to it. Every episode of D&D. in this one i really enjoyed recording this one i mm. remember it was extremely fun and johnny did some extremely good voices all right i think that that's us that's an episode everybody so thanks for listening and we'll we'll see you we'll hear you you'll hear us again <laughs> next time on yeah. the Oxford you'll podcast. hear from tom bombadil next time oh no <laughs> everyone join, lock your doors join the kindred salt. be embraced <laughs> Be part Your of the ministry. Your only defence against Tom Bombadil is being embraced. It's being embraced by the kindred. Yeah. 
podcast. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. Those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you.